month. That compares to 770,000 in March. Unemployment was up from 6% to 6.1. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. This April jobs report turns out to be a big, big disappointment on a number of fronts with a focus on the lack of further employment. It's a substantial shortfall compared to the roughly 1 million jobs expected. The Labor Department cites declines in temp services, couriers and messengers, but hospitality and leisure continued to recover. The TSA says it screened 1.64 million airline passengers yesterday. That's the highest number since March of 2020. The U.S. has just recorded its lowest number of daily COVID cases in seven months. But there are still fears variants like ones wreaking havoc in India could interfere with progress. CBS's Dr. David Agus is part of a new global health security consortium that's keeping track. With all those numbers of cases and the virus replicating or dividing in every patient, more variants are going to happen. The key now is trying to know in advance. They didn't find any fraud in the last election. Still, Texas Republicans could make history after giving an initial thumbs up to what would be the strictest voting laws in the country. CBS's Ed O'Keefe on today's vote. One of the reasons this stretched into the early morning is that Democrats have threatened to propose hundreds of amendments and ended up cutting a deal with Republicans to water down some of the more controversial proposals. But make no mistake, Texas is now poised to be the largest state yet to enact changes to its election laws that critics say amount to voter suppression and aren't necessary. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms is bowing out. She posted an announcement to Twitter last night. She won't run for a second term. I love you, Atlanta. Thank you for the honor of serving as your mayor. She didn't give a reason, but she is expected to speak publicly later today. More high schoolers are vaping pot, though the danger remains. Here's CBS's Jennifer Kuiper. If you vape cannabis at least 10 times a month, that is considered frequent. And a study by NYU's Grossman School of Medicine finds that much vaping more than doubled among 12th graders between 2018 and 2019. Frequent cannabis vaping was found to be even greater in those 18 or older female students and those who reported using other drugs within the past year. Head Heads up, a used 23-ton piece of a Chinese rocket is expected to slam to Earth this weekend. The Chinese government assures most of the debris will burn up and is highly unlikely to cause harm. U.S. Space Command is tracking what the military calls an uncontrolled reentry. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Start with everyone whose mom was even more superhuman than usual this past year, like super duper human. Now narrow it down to those who want to show their appreciation but haven't quite found the time to get a Mother's Day gift. For you, there's Walgreens with Hallmark cards, fragrances, and personalized photo gifts you can create and pick up the same day. Personalized? Ooh, she'll love that. Shop Walgreens for gifts she'll love in an instant. This week, get up to 60% off photo gifts. Offer good through 522. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash photo for details. We're all ready for spring. Now's the time to get ready for spring projects with help from the Home Depot. Install a brand new faucet. Lay down fresh new flooring. Roll on a bright new coat of paint. Need to figure square footage or paint coverage? Our project calculators will do the math. Do it all from our app and get delivery right to your door. Download our mobile app to get started. Bring on spring with innovative help from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Here's a new twist on an Italian food favorite. 
Researchers at Carnegie Mellon University came up with new designs for pasta, which transforms going from flat to fun in just a matter of minutes. Each new pasta design starts out flat, but when you boil it for seven minutes, experts say it bounces and swells into different 3D shapes like boxes, saddles, and waves. The best part? It uses less packaging, has a smaller carbon footprint, and cooks faster than traditional dried pasta. Researchers say it could be useful for food deliveries to disaster sites or astronauts in the future, or it could put a little life in your linguine. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Check the brand on your smoke alarm and your carbon monoxide detector. Kida is recalling seven True Sense models. The company says they don't do what they're supposed to, alert you to fires. The affected alarms were sold at Walmart, Home Depot, Menards, and on Amazon between May of 2019 and September last year. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. I know about courage. I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help. With free guidance, support, and resources, we work directly with families and communities across the country to help save lives. And we can help you too. To End Addiction, start with connection. Reach out to us at drugfree.org. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000, 362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000. 614-362-2000. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk NASCAR, IndyCar, and the future of gasoline prices. Don't miss it. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. As Southeast Ohio's Area Agency on Aging, Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help answer questions about vaccinations, Medicare, and in-home care support for qualified individuals as a possible alternative to nursing home care. Learn more at BuckeyeHills.org or call Buckeye Hills Regional Council at 1-800-331-2644. That's 1-800-331-2644. Spring is here. 
Come on over to Bob's for home improvement and gardening needs. Onion sets are now available along with seed potatoes and a large selection of gardening seeds in bulk or by the packet. Get your garden off to a great start with 50 bags of fertilizer. Bob's is fully stocked with fresh produce, delicious fruit, walnut creek deli items, and potatoes. Bob's Market and Greenhouse, 2514 Washington Boulevard in Belfry, and online at www.bobsmarket.com. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth, Ruth show. show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's spring again, and that means it's time for the deer-resistant plant sale. There are more than 1,500 plants that need good homes. Submit order forms to nodeerplantsale at gmail.com on Saturday, May the 8th from 8 to 11.30 a.m. Minimum order of $40 required combined with friends or family to meet the cost. Cash or check is accepted upon pickup, and order confirmation will be provided 24 hours by email. The 2021 deer-resistant plant sale. Visit nodeerplantsale.com for more info. With all of the stress and distractions of the last year, you may have neglected going to the dentist. Well, now is the time to make an appointment because delaying dental care can be detrimental for your oral health and your overall health. Dentists have always practiced stringent infection control standards. And over the last year, they've taken additional new precautions to ensure dental patients are protected. When you make your appointment, ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association so you know that you are being treated by the very best. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. These ODA member dentists are bound by the highest ethical standards and have access to superior ongoing education, training, and resources. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. You good? Anything you want to talk about? Here if you need me. Just want to check in. Appreciate you. Everyone feels less than okay sometimes. They may not want your advice, but they may welcome your ear. Be present is a simple but powerful way to be there for others, especially now when many are separated. Help teens and young adults find their power, conquer the difficult times, and get to a better tomorrow. Be present, Ohio. Sponsored by the Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation and aired in cooperation with the OAB and this station. I-N-E-P-T, E-M-F-T, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. We're here on the campus of NF Tech with Coach R. Turf. A lot of enthusiasm here today, Coach, and a big weekend coming up with your home opener against Cinema State. Well, that's right. You know, this year is one of them things that college football is all about. You know, letting classes out early, getting all the students out here to the stadium. Here we are at the half shell having this pep rally going on, getting ready for the first home ball game of the season. It's going to be the first conference ball game of the season. Everybody's looking forward to it. Enthusiasm's high, and boy, we're ready to go get them. I'm sure this is going to inspire your team to their first win of the year. Well, that's right. You see all them boys over there on the bench. Somebody wake up Simmons over there. Uh, he needs to get inspired just like the rest of us boys. 
Simmons, he's the one who scored your uh, points last week, wasn't he? That's right. He was the one responsible for our field goals, and that's caused the NCAA to come up with a special category. You know, they usually uh, credit field goal kickers with field goals, and I bet he's the first holder in NCAA football history to get credit for a field goal. We were talking about your game plan against Cinema State yesterday, Coach, and there is a big revenge factor in this ball game. so I'm sure you've come up with a good game plan for this contest. Well, that's right. You know, we think that we got three keys to victory, and that is lights, camera, action. Sounds like an interesting game plan. We'll get into that a little bit more with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. Here on campus with Coach Art Turf, and Coach, before we took our break a moment ago, you were telling me you had a three-way game plan that we're going to use against Cinema State this weekend. Well, that's right. Lights, camera, action, three parts to the game plan. That first part is the lights. You know, we, uh, we are going to play the ball game at night because they used to play in all their ball games in the daytime over at the Cinema State. You know, they matinee folks. So we're hoping really that the lights are going to be working tomorrow. And, and secondly, the uh, camera part of it, we're planning on picking up our first victory of the season this week. And uh, we want to be sure and preserve this uh, victory for the history. And so we want to make sure our cameras are working. And, and thirdly and lastly and, and certainly most importantly is the action part of it. We want the boys to go out there and perform to their best for the game plan. They want, we want them to be in action so we can pick up our first victory of the season. Well, certainly a lot of enthusiasm here on campus, Coach, and we wish you the best of luck against Cinema State. Well, we got a special treat for the fans coming up. Why don't you tell them about it? The Inept Tech Glee Club will be here to sing the school song, so let's listen. Take it away, folks. I-N-E-P-T, Inept Tech, two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. We are the mighty for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. That brought to you by that marvelous organization, Geeks Against Sports. Hey, it's time for the party line, and it's a Friday edition. Lots of things to talk about. weird this morning. We got people working in three or four different locations to just do this this particular show. And uh, let's see. Let me let me let me take a roll call here. Krista? Hello. Connor? Present. Hey, see what I mean? And no three of us are in the same building. I swear it. Oh well, crazy. The the marvels of radio. So let's see here. First of all, we should tell you that today is National Space Day. 
National Provider Appreciation Day. Now, what do you think that means? Probably for the... Like parents? National Provider Appreciation Day? Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. National School Lunch Hero Day. National Military Spouse Appreciation Day. National Barrier Awareness Day. Okay, now that one I need some help with. We'll go on. National Paste-Up Day. National Packaging Design Day. And National Roast Leg of Lamb Day. But National Barrier Awareness. What do you think? So it looks like... We are charged with breaking down obstacles on National Barrier Awareness Day. Responsible for dissolving stigmas, keeping people with disabilities from advancing in education. Okay. Well, I had a feeling it was something deeper than some of these others, and it was. All right. Well, good morning. Uh, Let's see here. I haven't even mentioned what the date is because, let's see, today's the 6th. Seventh. Seventh. I don't have the sheet in front of me that normally does that. I couldn't find it this morning. Oh, here's another one, though. It's, it says May 7th. And this is our On This Day in History, right? Okay, in, um, let's see, 1429, the English siege of Orleans, broken by Joan of Arc in the French army. That Joan of Arc, she was pretty remarkable. 1867, the Swedish chemist Alfred Nobel patents dynamite in England. The first of three patents he would receive for the explosive material. And here it is today still highly in use, particularly in industrial applications. 1912, Columbia University approves plans for awarding the Pulitzer Prize in several categories after established by Joseph Pulitzer. Imagine that. 1915, the RMS Lusitania sunk by a German submarine off the southern coast of Ireland. 1,198 lives lost, the Lusitania. Got more things today than normal. 1939, Germany and Italy announce an alliance known as the Rome-Berlin Axis. 1945, World War II, unconditional Germans surrender to the Allies signed by General Alfred Jodl at Reims. Two more here. 1952, the concept of the integrated circuit, right? The IC, as we call them now, in computer lingo and all of that. The basis of all modern computers is first published by Jeffrey Dummer. <laughs> the name doesn't say it all. No, and it says uh, very little, as a matter of fact. I'll just let it go. 2017, Emmanuel Macron wins the France's uh, presidential election, defeating Marie, um, 
Marinet Le Pen. Macron. Macron. Uh, still a big name um, in France. You know, I I think I heard from I heard about a former news director of our station, Jim Lacrone, and he was really good and had had a tremendous career. But he was with us. I'm going to say 15 years. I believe he passed recently. He was a good one. Well, some famous birthdays. I'll need I'll need uh, our staff's help on this. As I said, we've got Connor and uh, Krista, and and uh, for all I know, another six or seven people out there helping. Um, so we'll have a race. Edwin Land. Now, today would have been his birthday. He was born in 1909. He died in 1991. That would be an American scientist and inventor, best known as a co-founder of the Polaroid Corporation. Ah. Polaroid. Did you ever own a Polaroid camera? I did not. I have. Okay. I, I never was very pleased with the quality of the photos. At the time, though, they were awesome because they were better than anything else other than the film. Well, by the time I had a Polaroid, we had the developable film that you could take in and have done within like a week. So. But I mean, wasn't the whole point of Polaroids to have instant? Yes. Okay. But what you're describing is more conventional. But... I liked the Polaroids because they were instant and it was the best that you could do at that quickly. Okay. Well, look how far we've come, right? Oh, my goodness. <coughs> Yesterday at my home, <coughs> excuse me, let me get a sip of coffee here. My throat's just a little rough today. Yesterday at my home, uh, a package arrived and I opened it and it's Stuff I had not ordered, but it included two GoPro cameras. Oh, wow. And some other interesting items. I don't know how it came to arrive at our home, but it's got our names on it and everything. But these GoPro cameras, folks, are... I've often thought I'd like to have one. Um... You can take them scuba diving, you, you know, they're, so they're waterproof. Um, they, they're, they're just like your phone on your camera. I'm sorry, your, your camera on your phone, except that they are far more protected by all sorts of things, water, water um, what have you. So um, I, I think I'll give them to each of our kids' families. Because they have a far greater need for them than I do. <laughs> Nick and Lena and then uh, Jackie and Dan. With ours, my husband hooks his up to the front of his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And he goes for rides. And he enjoys watching the footage. Well, it... Uh, yeah, they, they put those... Okay, well, let's see here. Now, here's one. Uh, Tchaikovsky, I think it is. Um, 
P Peter uh, spelled P V O L R or L N Ilvich Tchaikovsky. Now, born in eighteen forty, died in eighteen ninety three. Now, is this um, when I think of Tchaikovsky, I immediately go to the composer. Is this the same? I this do. would be. It is. Okay. Well, he didn't live very long, did he? 53 years. Okay, another b famous birthday. This guy looks very military. And uh, Josip Broz Tito. T-I-T-O. And uh, born on this date in 1892 and died in 1980. Now, what nation are we talking about? Looks like Russia, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, okay. And uh, he's got a very stern look to his face on the picture. He might have been a tough guy. And the last famous birthday to discuss is that of Robert Browning, who was born in 1812 on this date and died in 1889. In his picture, he looks like he's pondering something. What do we got? I'm he sorry. would be a poet. English poet and playwright. Okay during the Victorian era. Two famous deaths to mention. One is that of Antonio Salieri. I've heard that name, but I, to tell you why, I don't know. Antonio Salieri, S-A-L-I-E-R-I. And he was uh, born in 1750, but died on this date in 1825. Connor, you seem to be winning the battles here. What's going on? Uh, that would be an Italian classical composer, conductor, and teacher. Music dude. Music dude. Yeah. And H.H. H. Holmes. H-O-L-M-E-S. That one I should know, I think. Uh, 1861, his birth, died in 1896. He's an American serial killer. A serial killer. Uh, I guess I shouldn't have known him. Better known as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. Henry Howard Holmes. Active from December 1891 to November 1894. Okay. That's when he was doing his bad stuff, I guess. Yes. Well, victims 10 to 34 killed, 200 plus estimated or possible. What was his thing? Why? What, was, what propelled him to do this? can tell you reading. Um, we can come back to that. It seems like if someone suddenly in the last uh, five years of his life goes nuts like that, something must have gone wrong. All right. Well, let's see here. After suffering from abuse at the hands of a violent father. Mm. And yet it Waited till much later in his life for it to manifest. Huh? Um, from the looks of it, he's doing all of the things that 
serial killers do torturing animals and just generally being mean and into anatomy and dissections in the gross way. You know... This is not light reading. No. Um, so we'll leave it at that. But, um, you know, there is one thing that many people really get upset about. And that is animal abuse. Um, there are various organizations uh, in communities all over our nation that just really are concerned about people who abuse animals. And it may not be as intensive or as gross as the story of this former guy we were talking about. But, uh, you know, just not caring about your animal. Uh, it's, it's hard to me imagine life without Hope and Foley. Or Ginger. Or Opie, the the dogs that have lived with us over the years. They mean so much to us. So to hear of someone that doesn't really care and yet they have one, how unfortunate. All right. Well, um, I guess you are aware that April 15th has typically been our date for turning in our taxes, right? Income taxes personal income taxes, that sort of thing. Corporate, too, I guess. Uh, this year, because of the COVID mess, they delayed the thing about a month, so it's March, um, I'm sorry, May 17th is the deadline this year. And I found a report here, it says um, tax day is approaching. And uh, this is uh, the group Wallet Hub that I often uh, uh, rely on. And they just wanted to make sure that you didn't miss any Wallet Hub recent tax reports that might be of use to you. So um, they made a list of them. And these are kind of interesting. Number one. Did you know that Hawaii, Alabama, and Colorado are the states with the lowest property taxes. Uh, I knew about Hawaii. I did not know about the other two. Next, Alaska, Delaware, and Montana are the states with the lowest tax rates. Uh, here's another point. 74% of the people, 74% of people say the government has not handled their tax dollars wisely during the COVID-19 pandemic. That's three quarters of the population. Hmm. But the government hasn't handled their money wisely. Well, um, you know, we are a small business. Um, there's been the PPP monies. 
payroll protection plans. There were two distributions of that, I believe. Uh, for individuals, they had these $1,400, $1,200, checks or stimulus stimulus checks. Thanks. Um, I think it's easy to 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 be um, to criticize the government. There we go. But on the other hand, I think they've made an effort, and I don't think they're done yet. But uh, it's always easy to criticize the government, isn't it? Okay, going on. New Mexico, Alaska, and Mississippi are the most federally dependent states. New Mexico, Alaska, and Mississippi. Um, New Hampshire, Florida, and South Dakota are the states with the best taxpayer return on investment. Okay, I, I guess I understand that. New York, Hawaii, and Vermont are the states with the highest tax burdens. And the last one of these is 15 million fewer taxpayers will receive refunds this filing season, according to Wallace Hub's 2021 Tax Facts infographic. 15 million fewer taxpayers will receive a refund this season. Not sure I understand why, but maybe I'll try to find that full report. Next week we can look into it. All right, now, all of that kind of serious stuff. Um, the other day we brought in some jokes that were pertinent to, um, oh, like Mother's Day, which is Sunday, right? And, uh, and then we had some other jokes about radio, and then we had some other jokes about something or other. I can't remember. Something that was um, in, the, in the calendar the last week or two. Now, Krista, I've given you those sheets, and I don't know if you've been looking at them or chuckling to yourself or whatever. I have. Okay, so let's pick out a few that you think are particularly um, fun. (laughs) How did the mother panda open her Mother's Day card? I give. How? With her bare hands. With her bare hands. Okay. She wasn't wearing gloves, eh? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, my grandpa loves to listen to the music on the radio. Yeah. Do you know what his favorite genre is? Uh, no. Hip pop. Hip pop. <laughs> <laughs> of course, playing on the expression hip hop. Yes. Pop. Okay. Um. Why doesn't Dracula have any friends? 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, honestly, he's a real pain in the neck. A, p- a pain in the neck. Okay, Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula always <laughs> bites people, like, on the neck, right? <laughs> right. Okay, that's it. Okay, keep going. You know, it was so cold in D.C. the other day. I saw a, a politician with his hands in his own pockets. <laughs> I think I've heard that one before. Yeah. Um, what warm drink helps mom relax on Mother's Day? Mm, vodka. <laughs> no, calm meal tea. Chamomile de tea, okay. Chamomile? Yeah, but um, we want calm in this. Yes. So um, now, you know, I'm, I'm wondering uh, what um, what Connor's got in store for us in the way of jokes. Well, I looked it up. Yeah. And uh, along the line of Mother's Day jokes, uh, there's a, a conversation having between the son and the mom. And the son goes, Mom, can I have $20? Mom, does it look like I'm made of money? And the son says, well, is that what mom stands for? Made of money. M-O-M. <laughs> My hmm. children would agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, anyway, folks, uh, if for any kind of event, really, I have finally found out in, that if you put in uh, any holiday, any event in your life, whatever, and then say jokes, um, up will come this list. And some of them are, some of them are great. So um, it's always fun to put a little smile on our face. And let's see, weather-wise this weekend, uh, where is our forecast? Here it is. Uh, It says, today there are showers likely, mainly before 11. Then it's going to be cloudy and gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 58. So not not terribly warm by any means. The chance of precipitation this morning is listed at 60%. But once we get past that, they say new precipitation amounts of less than a tenth of an inch, which is very little, of course, is possible later in the day. Tonight, cloudy, a low of 41. Wait a minute. <laughs> Scott's being absent has uh, fouled us up here. Um, and by the way, Scott um, had a, uh, some discomfort, and uh, that's all being checked out. So far, the reports are good. But we, uh, he may even show up here in about uh, 20 minutes to do the Sentimental Journey program. But if not, Krista's got some good music queued up too. But um, what I was going to, what I'm chuckling about is I'm reading Wednesday's forecast. <laughs> but today, no one's printed a forecast uh, for this studio until uh, for two days here. So just forget everything I just told you, okay? That's that's pretty funny. Okay, we can turn to uh, the news. 
And uh, you know how I pull on, um, I rely heavily on the New York Times. And I'm doing so again right now. With tensions rising, we explain the relationship between Russia and the U.S. Specifically, we're talking about Biden, Putin, and the Ukraine. Russia has stationed nearly 80,000 troops on its border with the Ukraine. Not far away, in Donetsk region of the eastern Ukraine, Russian-backed separatists have recently intensified their attacks. And yesterday, Secretary of the State Anthony Blinken visited I don't know how to say this city, K-Y-I-V, to emphasize American support for the Ukrainians. Blinken, holding a bouquet of roses, stood in a rainstorm to visit a memorial for the Ukrainian soldiers killed in the fighting with Russia. He later said he had been emotionally moved to pay tribute to those who lost their lives defending Ukraine's democracy. Well, since President Biden has taken office, um, obviously following Donald Trump, and Trump was famously solicitous, solicitous, solicitous of President Vladimir Putin Tensions between Russia and the U.S. have been rising. This morning, we want to help you make sense of what's going on. So, what is Putin doing? The buildup of troops since March is both a message to the Ukraine as well as to the U.S. and the European Union. For the Ukraine, it appears to simply be a classic attempt at intimidation. It is a reminder that Russia considers the country to be within its sphere of influence and opposes the Ukraine's attempts to join NATO. Russia has already annexed Crimea from the Ukraine after a 2014 invasion. Now, says Michael Crawley, who's a a, a New York Times correspondent traveling with Blinken this week, The 80,000 Russian troops may be partly an attempt to strengthen Russia's position in peace talks over the Donetsk region, potentially giving Putin more control over the eastern Ukraine area. For the U.S. and the European Union, the troops have Uh, rather are a signal that Russia cares more deeply about the Ukraine than they do. The U.S. and NATO are currently staging their own military exercise across Eastern Europe called Defender Europe, which involves uh, 28,000 troops. Russia's deployment is essentially intended to call the bluff of the United States and European countries. Um, The Times' Helene Cooper and Julian Barnes wrote, 
and to make clear to Kiev the limits of Western support. You know, it's not just the Ukraine. But um, maybe we can get into more depth on that on a future show of ours. What is Biden doing? Well, he has used some harsh words about Putin, calling him a killer. But Biden's actual policies have been more moderated. On the one hand, Blinken's visit to Kiev has been provocative. In the last month, the U.S. imposed sanctions on Russia in response to hacking and election interference. But with the sanctions stopped far short of what the U.S. could have imposed, I was clear with President Putin that we could have gone farther, but I chose, but we chose not to. That's Biden talking. The United States is not looking to kick off a cycle of escalation and conflict with Russia. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, again, this article is much longer. There are far more details, but uh, the point is, uh, if you'd like to know more, please visit the New York Times website. What else is in the news? Other big stories. Let's see here. Here's an odd one. With drugs for capital punishment in short supply, South Carolina is planning to bring back the firing squad for execution. That's all I've got on it, but I think that's remarkable. There's another story. A race is on to produce lithium in the United States. It's exposing a dirty secret about green cars. Cars. Okay, so super energy efficient cars. You've probably already heard about this Chinese rocket that is tumbling in orbit and will probably fall to the Earth sometime this weekend. It's funny, in parenthesis, they say, don't panic. <laughs> um, well, don't panic as long as it's not falling on you. Yeah, yeah. Don't panic and grab your towel. I think um, the odds are be of being struck by um, just a plain vehicle are far, be- far greater, if you know what I mean. On a highway. All right, let's see here. You know what we've forgotten to do? Yabba Dabba Do. Now, both of you may be sitting there thinking, what's that mean? Well, for many years now, Scott and I, the first thing we say when we 
welcome pe- our people on a Friday show is Yabba Dabba Do. And it, it means the week is over. So I think of the Flintstones. Well, yeah. That's what they they emanated it from for us years ago. Yabba Dabba Do. All right, we've done it. Elon Musk. I am looking forward. First of all, I am a fan of the Saturday Night Live program. Generally, NBC airs an older show that was very popular at 10 o'clock for one hour, up to news at 11 on Saturday nights. Then the, you got a half-hour news, and then they have a new episode of Saturday Night Live that's an hour and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Uh, it's catching a lot of attention. He is going to be the so-called host. Um, With Miley Cyrus is the music. Is that is, okay? Now, th- not everybody's happy about this. Uh, he is, of course, um, just in case you have forgotten, the billionaire who founded Tesla. And um, the decision to have him as the guest host tomorrow night has drawn some criticism, partly because Musk has repeatedly tweeted some misinformation about the the, uh, pandemic stuff. Uh, Even some of the cast members the regulars on the show have expressed to some degree their displeasure at his selection. Um, In fact, the word that I see here is befuddlement. (laughs) Uh, The whole show is sometimes a befuddlement. I like it. So I'm I'm sure I'll be watching, but... um, Elon Musk, how about that? But, you know, they've had some uh, other people that over the years that have uh, raised some eyebrows as guest hosts. Remember O.J. Simpson doing it? I've seen the reruns. I was alive back then, but we didn't have cable television. Rudy Giuliani. 1997 co-hosted it. Back then he was mayor of New York City. And still is considered one of the worst hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Lance Armstrong in 2005 who was at the time facing doping allegations. The show later called him the most despicable, vile human being ever to set foot on planet Earth. Wow, that's heavy. And in 2015, Donald Trump himself, then a candidate for president, took the stage on SNL. Some staff members since uh, said they regret giving Trump the platform. 
Oh, well. Um, we'll see how Elon Musk does. All right. Um, let's see. Now, what, what group of uh, stories do you have in front of you, Connor? Like uh, funny one-liners and stuff. Um, I don't know about funny one-liners. I can research and try to find some one-liners to well, wrap Chris up the program. Got, Chris has got a bunch of them. I just thought you had a stack, too. Um, but, um, let's, um, let's, let's do a little bit of that. We've got, whoops, almost knocked over my coffee. Have I done all of these sheets? I think I have. We're winding up the program, folks. We've got about seven minutes um, to go. And then um, we've got lots of great weekend programming for you, of course. Uh, help me with this. Go down the line of some of the stuff. We've got um, Dick Bartley, Steve right? Downs. Steve Downs. Now, Steve, of course, started right here at this station. Did you know that? I did. I've heard the story. Okay. And Steve then went to Hollywood and became an actor. Uh, but he's still in the business of radio, too. Uh, Steve, st and when I put him on the air, I call him Stevie Guitar Downs. Great guy. Okay, so he entertains us when? Steve. With his syndicated show. The classics with Steve Downs is from... 8 to 10. On Saturdays or Sundays? Sundays. Saturdays. <laughs> ah. We have Saturday. a uh, Saturday, okay. I normally have a schedule in front of me. Uh, <laughs> and then so Dick Bartley with the classic countdown following mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And then on Sundays, Sunday morning memories with Pastor Barry Bolin mm -hmm. starting at 6 a.m. and lasting all the way until... High noon. Barry does a nice job. And he's only been with us, what, uh, six months or so. But I'm really pleased that we're, we've linked up. And, uh, Great guy. Yeah. And we also feature sometimes the uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir and the Mormon Tabernacle Orchestra in some of those shows. And... And they also produce specials dealing with certain, like Mother's Day or, you know what I mean. Um, very good stuff. What else do we feature during the weekends? Over on our sister station, WXTQ, we've got the Encore starting at 8 o'clock Saturday nights. And then on Sundays, uh, first, no, it's not first light, it would be Sunrise. Yes. At 8 a.m. on Sunday, followed no. by Rick Dees. No, Rick Dees. Top 40. Rick Dees is another guy that was here. Ta tell me about uh, what was the one you just mentioned though on um, Encore? Is it the what? Encore with uh, DJ A Rock? Oh, oh, I now know what we're talking about. Yeah, folks. Um, Aaron. I don't know his last name. Oh, shut. DJ A-Rock with Class A Sounds. Yeah, well, not anymore. But um, Class A Sounds is now closed. Aw. Yeah, and the building is uh, for sale, as a matter of fact. I think he has another project in mind. 
But he had built a very successful business there on East State Street, just a couple uh, stores before you get to Bob Evans. And they did sound installations for vehicles, um, all sorts of uh, things like that. So, um, but he is a very popular um, DJ. And in fact, uh, one of the things that he's most popular at are ocean cruises. So a cruise liner will go out, and you know how they like to have lots of entertainment on board. Uh, Now, COVID has slowed that down a little bit for him, but he's still doing it, and he's about to pop and do a lot more of it because, again, the COVID thing's coming under control. So um, Aaron... Um, great guy. So, DJ A-Rock, and that's called Encore, Saturday nights, and it's like 8 to midnight, right? Or is it till 1? It's 8 till midnight, and then we repeat it from midnight to 4. Okay, so, two four-hour showings. That's good. And, um, all right. Have we missed anything? Yes. We have Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup, which features local Ohio bands from 7 to 8 on WXTQ on Sundays. And then we have our very own Butch Russell, Don Russell, from who comes in and does Full Throttle from 8 p.m. to midnight on Sunday nights. And he has all of the good classic hard rock from yesterday completely out of our forgive my phone folks it is too loud um so butch is uh, sunday nights right yes eight to midnight eight to midnight and um and even if you're not into the music it's definitely worth watch listening to him because he is awesome behind the mic he's enjoying it yes he is well i tell you what if if you are enjoying being on the air, it really makes a difference. It just shows. You can hear it. You can you can smile with them. Um, and then once in a while you hear somebody that sounds like they're just going through the paces, right? And it's not nearly so interesting. I'm pleased that all our people here really do value their opportunity to speak with everybody on a one-to-one basis. So keep up the good work. So Butch, Sunday nights, 8 to midnight. Well, um, if I had a current weather forecast in front of me, I would give you one last uh, blast at that. But I think that um, uh, it's going to be touchy whether you're going to get much lawn mowing done this weekend. Um, There we go. So 61 the high today. 59 tomorrow. 60 Sunday. Uh, Looks like maybe Saturday I can do some mowing. I'm just going to have to wear a jacket. Sunday, though, uh, we're expecting some rain. So, folks, and to uh, 
Connor and to Krista, and all of you have a great weekend. And um, let's see, we've got about six seconds to say we love you all out there. Be careful, and uh, we'll see you next week, okay? In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We have breaking news from Mississippi.